0: Now, you could even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, HealthLock.com. Go there today. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature. They'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign-up at com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, News Roundup Information Overload Our 800-941-SEAN, our number, you want to be a part of the program, so... I got a text. Actually, it was during my TV show last night from a U.S. senator. The senator writes, Sean, you're not going to believe this. We're about to vote on a gun bill that nobody has read. Not a single person has read. And I'm like, well, all these Republicans that vote for this, it's insanity. And they should be standing up against this. The answer, if you want to keep... Are schools safe is the same answer and and the same tactics that we give to protect our elected officials. That means undercover armed guards uh, in every school, one way in, one way out. You make contingency plans. God forbid there's a fire. You have every kid go through a metal detector. And guess what? You'll be able to protect every child in every school in every town if this bill in any way which is another band-aid its symbolism over substance and they're all patting themselves on the back the people that went along with this crap you know as if, if they saved the day it's not everything we want but it's a good start a good start means uh they won't be happy especially on the left until they take away our second amendment rights and you know this is Joe Biden on gun control repeats the lines he says you know he was instructed to repeat actually says it listen
1: have you received my briefing on the guns legislation Did senators say that they've gotten to a legislative text point? A very brief
2: briefing before I walked in the room to make sure I say, let them announce it, and then I'll speak to
1: it. Are you satisfied?
0: Let them announce it, and I'll speak to it. Oh, I just will read my lines just like, you know, Mr. President, what do you think about this? I'm not allowed to answer because my staff is going to get mad at me and everything, and they know that I'm not capable of handling it. That's what our president, that's our modern-day president. Uh, Anyway, Joe's saying the Biden administration will come for your guns if you have an assault weapon.
2: To gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo. You're right if you have an assault weapon. The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. Look, the Second Amendment doesn't say you can't restrict the kinds of weapons people can own. You can't buy a bazooka. You can't have a flamethrower. The guys who make these arguments are the people who say the tree of liberty is watered with the blood of patriots. We need the protection against the government. We need an F-15 for that. You need something well beyond whether or not you're going to have an assault weapon.
0: All right, joining us now, Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas. Senator, if I thought for a second that any of their arguments held true, I would, I would consider it. But they're not taking the steps that are necessary to prevent uh, uh, anything like what happened in Uvalde, Texas, from happening again. If if they were, I would admit it. I'd say, you know what, that makes sense. I don't see any sense here. Did you get a chance to read that bill before you voted on it? Hey, Sean, it's good
3: to be on with you and all your listeners again. No, unfortunately, uh, Chuck Schumer brought that bill to the floor just minutes after it was released yesterday. I voted uh, just on that grounds alone against proceeding to the debate on it. Uh, I've now had a chance to review all 80 pages of it. I'll be voting against it as well. Um I think that it uh, puts too many uh, rights of law-abiding Americans uh, at peril, especially with vague and general terms that we're going to delegate to Merrick Garland at the Department of Justice, who sick the feds on parents going to school boards, or delegate to unelected federal judges when you're talking about a core um, right. Now, that Clip you just played, Sean, about Joe Biden talking about banning assault weapons, I think goes to show why there's so much skepticism about these liberals when it comes to regulating guns. They don't even know what they're talking about. Joe Biden is talking about banning assault weapons. Sean, as you and so many of your listeners know, there is no such thing as an assault weapon. It is a fiction of liberals and lawyers in Washington. There are rifles. There are shotguns. There are pistols, those are specific types of firearms, but an assault weapon is something that is defined by liberals and lawyers in Washington that would encompass some of the most popular rifles in America. So there is a deep reservoir of distrust among gun-owning, law-abiding Americans about letting Joe Biden or Merrick Garland or Vanita Gupta at the Department of Justice with Merrick Garland pass any kind of regulations or have any kind of discretion when it comes to the firearms we can own.
0: You may not know this, Senator. I've said it publicly many times that my mom was a prison guard and she had a revolver, uh, Smith & Wesson, if I I remember correctly. And at a very young age, I think I was 10, maybe 11, uh, my mother, knowing that they didn't have, you know, fingerprint safes like we have today next to my bed, I have a fingerprint safe and in seconds I can open it and there is my, my handguns are right there, okay, if I ever, God forbid, need it. I keep my shotgun in a place right nearby. Well, God forbid I ever need that. I always ask liberals, well, what are you going to do if somebody breaks into your house and wants to harm you and harms your family? They, ne- they never have a good answer, nor can they define what an assault weapon is anyway. Um, but really, ultimately, and now they're starting to say it, some on the left they ultimately don't believe in the Second Amendment. They don't want an armed citizenry. They don't care that it says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. They, they ignore all of that. Why?
3: Because they want the government to have more control over your lives. So they don't want individual citizens empowered Um, to make decisions for themselves. That's been the progressive mindset going back 150 years to Woodrow Wilson, Sean. And your ability to protect yourself and protect your home and protect your family is central to your independence, to your freedom. The Second Amendment was not about hunting. It was not about sport shooting. It certainly protects those activities, but at bottom, the Second Amendment was about your right to protect your own life and the lives of those you love. And, Sean, I know you support the police as much as I do, but when seconds count, the police are minutes away.
0: Uh, Well, that's the point. No matter how great the response time is, it doesn't matter. And, by the way, and this is important, too, everyone points to Uvalde, Texas and what happened there. That is not the norm. Cops usually that I know and everybody that I know that has gone into law enforcement, they're all the same. They're the guys that see the problem, see people at risk, and run right towards it. We saw it that day on that ball field when Steve Scalise was was shot and nearly killed that day. You know, in an open field with a pistol up against a rifle sniper that was hidden, these officers ran across the field. They were sitting ducks, Senator. Anybody that had any any skill whatsoever with a rifle could have, taken those two officers out, but they did it anyway. Uvalde is the exception. It is not the norm what happened there.
3: Yeah, it's very true, Sean. Those Capitol Police officers at that ballpark five years ago probably saved multiple lives of senators and congressmen and probably innocent bystanders as well. And I I do believe they reflect the norm among our brave law enforcement officers around the country. And even in that school in Uvalde, from the preliminary reports I've read, there were officers who wanted to storm the classroom to try to kill that shooter to try to get aid to those who had been wounded but had not yet perished, but perhaps the uh, chief who is in command on the scene or or others restrained them. So even in the Uvalde school, there were still officers who were acting in the finest and bravest traditions of law enforcement in this country.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about a few other things, if you don't mind. Senator, I think in my lifetime, uh, we have not had an economy this bad since Jimmy Carter was president. And maybe it's even worse than Jimmy Carter. Uh, I don't know about you, but everybody that I know that's paying over five dollars a gallon for gasoline is struggling. Everybody that I know is watching. We now have a report today. Trillions of dollars in uh retirees stock market investments their 401ks etc their retirement plans they're they're now missing the problem i have more than any other problem is and, and i'm hoping for a wave election in 2022 in november and the republicans will take the house and the senate but we actually have to win two elections to reverse this we have to win 2022 and 2024 uh unless the democrats somehow you know, would be deprogrammed from their climate alarmist religious cultism. That you know doesn't even that won't even recognize that we could go back to energy independence ourselves instead of begging Iran and and Venezuela and the Saudis and OPEC.
3: Yeah, Sean, Arkansans um, are suffering badly, trying to make ends meet at the end of the week and the end of the month with gas at four dollars and fifty gallons in our uh, state. In other states, it's 6 or even $7 a gallon. Um, You see the same thing at the grocery store. Uh, I was speaking uh, with a Walmart official recently, and they said they've seen a decline in hot dog and hamburger buns and an increase in white bread uh, looking ahead to the 4th of July because people are trying to cut corners and save a few pennies everywhere they can. So they'll use white bread on their hot dogs and their hamburgers, and they grill out in a week because it'll save a few pennies for them. That's how dire it is for so many families. And you're right that it starts this fall with winning back the House and the Senate and putting the brakes on the Democratic agenda. Uh, But it doesn't finish this fall. We have to win in 2024 as well. That's not just the White House, Sean, but it's also winning in what is a very good cycle for us in the Senate. You have a lot of Democratic senators coming up in 2024, like John Tester and Sherrod Brown and Tammy Baldwin and Bob Casey, who have never run for office in a bad environment for Democrats. Uh, And with Joe Biden as president, I'm pretty confident, unfortunately, that it's going to continue to be a bad environment for the Democrats. I mean, a year ago, Democrats were talking about Joe Biden being the second coming of FDR or LBJ. I think at this point, most of them would just be satisfied if he could claw his way back to being the second coming of Jimmy Carter.
0: All right, quick break more with Senator Tom Cotton, the great state of Arkansas as we continue. Eight hundred nine four one Sean, our number. We'll get to your calls. Final half hour coming up straight ahead. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to HealthLock.com. That's one word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. All right, days are getting warmer, and it's so easy to reminisce about fond summer memories with you and your family. Hey, if you want those precious moments all year long, Well, you might want to consider a Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, imagine combining the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool all in one elegant package. Well, that's what you get with the Michael Phelps Swim Spa. Now, Master Spas technology is incredible. They have LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful massage jets will relieve pressure on any achy joint. And surprisingly, installation takes only one day. Linda, you love yours you save up to $1,000 off your master spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust. Masterspas.com. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to HealthLock.com. That's one word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. All right, days are getting warmer, and it's so easy to reminisce about fond summer memories with you and your family. Hey, if you want those precious moments all year long, Well, you might want to consider a Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, imagine combining the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool all in one elegant package. Well, that's what you get with the Michael Phelps Swim Spa. Now, Master Spas technology is incredible. They have LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful massage jets will relieve pressure on any achy joint. So we have a couple of tough hold states, for example, Pennsylvania has always been a purple state. I think Dr. Oz will win that race. I think it's going to be a tough race. We have a pickup opportunity with Herschel Walker in Georgia. We can pick up potentially New Hampshire. We've got to help out our friend Ron Johnson because they're spending tens and tens of millions of dollars to take him down. Uh, Pick up possibilities in both Arizona and Nevada. Um, I think we can get a more conservative senator from the great state of Alaska. You're right about the state of Washington. Uh, We got to hold Ohio. I don't expect a problem there, or Florida, or South Carolina. I think uh, uh, North Carolina is a little bit more difficult, but I think Bud's a great candidate. Where do you see other pickup opportunities?
3: Uh, I think you kind of nailed all of them, Sean. I do just want to single out one state you mentioned, which is Washington State. Now I know a lot of your listeners are probably thinking, Washington State, it's deep blue, we have no chance um it is actually not that democratic after those top 4 new hampshire georgia Uh, Arizona and and Nevada for our pickup opportunities. Washington is arguably the very next one. We have a great candidate there named Tiffany Smiley. Tiffany has a wonderful story. Her husband, Scotty, was blown up in Iraq the year before I was in Iraq. He was permanently blinded. She quit her job as a nurse in Washington State. She moved to Walter Reed. She cared for him and she fought for him because the Army wanted to medically retire him. They didn't. He became the first active duty officer who was blind for 10 years. She uh, and Scotty have become great advocates for veterans and now she wants to be the advocate for Washington uh, in the United States Senate. Um, I can tell you there's one person whose opinion matters most who knows that this is a competitive race, and that is Patty Murray. Patty Murray started running negative ads against Tiffany Smiley two weeks ago, which tells you all you need to know about what she thinks about the race.
0: I've seen some polling out there, some internal polling, and you're absolutely right. It definitely should be on the list. I know in the House, they've identified 75 separate districts that they are going to be competitive in. If Look, I actually believe the New York governor's race, if they pay attention to it, there's a. it's definitely an outside chance. It's a long shot because so many New Yorkers have gotten the hell out of there, gotten out of here, and they moved to Arkansas and Florida and the Carolinas and Tennessee and Texas. But, you know, I think people are that fed up. Um my biggest problem is with all this, these economic problems that are so self-induced and uh, giving up energy independence, I, I, I don't see any course reversal anytime soon. I don't think we're going to have, under Joe Biden or the Democratic Socialist New Green Deal Party, I, I don't think we're ever going to have a, oh, um, a the end of big government is over and the end of welfare as we know it. I don't think those words will ever come out of their mouths. I don't think they're ever going to say, you know what, gas prices are really high. We need to go back to Trump's policies on energy. They're not going to do it.
3: Yeah, I'm afraid not, Sean, because high gas prices, remember, is not an unintended consequence. It's the intended consequence. Barack Obama's Secretary of Energy once said that we have to find a way. We have to find a way. To get gas up to the price that it is in Europe, where it's seven, eight, even nine dollars a gallon, Joe Biden's done a pretty good job of almost getting us there in, in this country. Joe Biden said on the campaign trail, "I promise you, I guarantee you, we will end fossil fuel, which is madness." Sean, fewer than one we'll percent of the cars end it, we'll on the road today are electric. Yes, and that's what—that's exactly what they're you know, trying to do.
0: Let me ask you a question. Your name gets bantered about quite a bit for for the office of the presidency, uh, any chance you'll consider running in 2024? (laughs) Well, thank you for the question, Sean, and uh, I I appreciate it. You're about about to tell me to drop dead. You're not going to answer. Go ahead. You can say it in a nice way.
3: I appreciate the interest and the expressions of support I get from around the country. But right now, I am really focused on stopping the worst of this Democratic agenda in Washington and making sure that we do win back, not just the House and the Senate. We've got election right in front of us in
0: four months. So Senator, thank you. Happy. Uh, hope you had a happy Father's Day. Appreciate you being with us. Likewise, Sean. Thank you. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Uh, Linda, I'm not sure if you saw the Joy read. She's kind of like, I call her Joyless, like Joyless Behar. But um, she seems to think that the criticisms that have come Kamala Harris's way are undeserved and unfair and and tied it to white men. And, and they're not giving her a fair shot. Something to that effect. I'm paraphrasing And I'm like, well, first of all, nobody really pays a hell of a lot of attention to her. But the problem is her. She, you know, we have a giggling vice president, this awkward, strange, bizarre giggling at the most inappropriate moments. And you get one word salad after another from her. And I'll just play a small sample. I'm like, what is going on with this vice president? Uh, I wish she was competent because we might need her in coming weeks months years uh, you know joe not the epitome of health as they say it's one heartbeat away from the presidency but she does not instill confidence in anybody and trust me we we spend way more time on joe biden listen
1: do you plan to visit the border um, not today. <laughs> <laughs> More parents are seeing the value of educators when they had to bring their kids <laughs> and saying we're not paying them nearly enough. Hold on, hold on. Slow down, everybody. Because there's an interesting fact, in case you didn't know hard hats are actually unisex everybody's laughing you're considered the most liberal united states senator i I, somebody said that and it actually was mike pence on the debate stage but yeah
0: i don't get it do you get that where's that coming from to me it's like a nervous awkward you know i don't know what to say you know default mechanism she has
1: I think what is the best question whenever I hear things like this, and this is this is a serious question. It's not me being snarky. Well maybe it is a little bit, but it definitely is a serious question. What what has um Senator Harris or Vice President Harris done? Nothing. What has she done? Do you know what I like? Do you know what, if you have a a conversation with Joyless Behar, Joyless Reed, and you ask them and they start to blame, you know, the race card or the gender card or the liberal card or whatever they're going to use as the excuse of the day, say, okay, fine. Putting that aside, could you tell me what she has done while in office, whether as a senator or, or as a vice president, that makes you think that she's doing such a great job? Because from what I can see, aside from being ridiculously annoying, which she is, she does nothing. And when she is asked about the nothing that she is doing, she is laughing. It, it is an embarrassment to watch her.
0: I can't remember. remember right she kept repeating that same phrase over and over again. The thing that sticks out to me the together. most is what was it again?
1: Uh, community effort. Oh, I have to look it up. No,
0: it wasn't community. It didn't have the word community in it. She's in like one sentence. she repeats the same line and working together and you know, together we can accomplish everything and together we can, you know, something like that.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, she says she, a lot she's of not, things. Listen,
0: She's not up to the job. I mean, this is what I was saying to Tom Cotton. And that is that we have a bench, you know, you obviously Donald Trump will make up his mind if he's going to run. Uh, if Say he doesn't run, or or maybe even if he does, there'll probably be people. But look at the people that we have. We have a Tom Cotton. We All have right, I'm going to interrupt DeSantis. you.
1: It is work together. You're right. And we, have, we, we actually have together. a montage of it. Do you want to hear the when montage? When it comes to yeah. the climate crisis, which is why we will work together and continue work together. to work together continue. to address Good. these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together mm-hmm. as Talk we together. continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements together. that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action. With that, I thank you all. This He's is a, a matter of urgent priority for all of us, and I know we will work on this together.
0: Anyway, let's get to our busy phones. we got Steve in Georgia. What's up, Steve? How are you? Glad you called. How you doing, Sean? I'm good, sir. What's going on?
5: So uh, we touched on something. I was listening to the show yesterday, and, uh, and uh, you touched on something about the electric uh, vehicles and doing away with fossil fuels, and I think what a lot of people don't realize is the control that comes with electricity, and I realized this is the first time in my life. Uh, probably about eight or nine years ago, I was uh, down in South America fishing in Patagonia, right. and there was uh, an uprising in southern Patagonia to the point that it was, you know, it was everything I saw on TV as a kid of, burning cars and tires in the streets and throwing rocks and all that. We, we were safe from it. But uh, this went on for several days, and the government just turned the power off until everybody started to play nice again, then they turned the power back on. And I don't people would think people realize the control that, that comes with electricity, as it is now with vehicles. You know, you can get in your car, you can carry as much fuel as you want, and you can drive wherever you want to go. But with electricity, you're going to have to charge that vehicle,
0: uh, you're going but to I went through to, this earlier uh, in the show, and I went through this last night. Where does the electricity come from? Only 12% is from renewables. So it's coming from petroleum, gas, and and uh, oh, yeah. oil, I mean, or coal. Oh, yeah. but,
5: but more what I'm talking about is control that comes with it. Their ability to control, you know, first off, okay, go charge your vehicle. Now you're going to have a charging card, and you're only allowed to charge between these hours. If you want to plan a trip, you're going to have to plan a trip between charging stations versus, hey, if I want to drive somewhere where there's no fuel, I can load fuel in my vehicle and go there and come
0: back. Uh, Here's the the problem. And by the way, it's 20 grand more on average than a regular car. okay? Okay? Okay. So that up front, you need 20 more grand. People, you know, when two thirds of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, that's a pipe dream. And what they have now done is they've totally removed the option of becoming energy independent for the very purpose of forcing a transition that we're not ready for technologically and it is it is impossible to do what they want to do and force us into their new green deal cult without destroying the economy because we were talking about decades before you could ever consider making this transition, And we certainly would need better advancements in terms of, quote, renewables, wind, solar, whatever, whatever they consider renewables, because they never define renewables. And in the meantime, the rest of the world is kicking our ass because they're not giving up their their gas and their coal and their and and their oil. They're not giving it up at all. They're making a fortune off of us because we're begging them to produce more and they're charging record rates. I mean, we, it makes us such a dumb country. Uh, well, not the people. We have dumb leaders. They're just ridiculously stupid, and you can't deprogram this this indoctrination that they've bought into. You can't even reason with them. It is completely off the table that we'll do the Keystone XL pipeline, get nine hundred thousand barrels of Canadian oil. It is out of out of the realm of possibility. That will go to Texas, Oklahoma, North Dakota, and drill for more oil. It's off the table to increase fracking opportunities in Pennsylvania and and Ohio and other states. So that means that they're now, we're going to pay record prices because they've decided that this is in our best interest, that we import oil, even though it has the same impact on Mother Earth as if we, we got our own oil and gas. This is madness. This is insanity. This this lacks all common sense and all logic. And I'll tell you, we're all suffering because of their adherence to their sick religious cult. It's really insane. Well, you know, I think uh, a
5: lot of uh, I think a lot of the problem is let, let's 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 dive back a few decades uh, to the fact that there was no internet just you know 20, 30, 35, 40 years ago and. Uh, Information did not travel around the world the way it does today, and people see America and say – they go to their leaders, and they say, hey, why can't we have it like America has it? Is it easier to make America like the rest of the world, or is it easier to make the rest of the world like America? And the other leaders pressuring our leaders to make things worse on us. It's just a thought.
0: You know, I'll tell you, the most depressing part of this, and I don't get depressed. Um, I get very worried and concerned, which is very different than being depressed. What concerns me the most, what keeps me up late at night, is the impact this is having on our position in the world and on our fellow Americans, because... You know what? There are many people that cannot right now make ends meet because they're shoving their indoctrination down our throats against all common sense. And, and we, we're powerless unless we win the next two elections. That's scary to me. Uh, they will transform this this country into a socialist utopia come hell or high water, no matter how much pain they inflict on the rest of the country. Anyway, Steve, good call, man. Appreciate it. Carl in North Carolina, what's going on? how are you doing today? I'm good, sir. What's going on? Where in North Carolina are you? I'm in the Lenore area. Hickory, Wait, what, what, I'm Golden so rock. sorry. What area? Like the Blowing
2: Rock area, Lenore, yeah. Hickory.
0: I know it well. What's going on?
2: Well, you know, we in our industry, I'm the hardwood lumber industry, we see a recession before anybody else does. And we're moving that way right now. I mean, and I, I don't think there's anything stopping it. I mean, the biggest Well, we have, well last here, quarter,
0: I mean, we had negative growth. The Atlanta right? Fed projected this week uh, that growth for the second quarter is going to be 0.0%. Now, if it's 0.1%, by definition, we're in a recession.
2: Well, you know, fuel has been the big thing for everybody out there. I mean, big our time. freight costs have gone... Where well, we I used to ship to somebody for $1,500, now it's $3,000 going to the same customer. Yep, And you know, as you know, you're talking about it, it affects food, it affects everything we do. And you know, it's just driving me crazy. Like it is everybody else out there.
0: I so mean, a buddy of mine's a contractor and races it's like,
2: Oh Lord, it just blows my mind.
0: So a buddy of mine's a contractor. And I said, you know, I want to do a couple of, you know, repairs, a couple of, you know, you know, minor additions to my house, whatever. He goes, OK, when you when you think you're going to be ready, give me six months notice, <laughs> I'm like six months notice. He goes, yeah, it'll take me that long just to get everything I need to finish the job. That's what he's telling me. And then I, I ended up ordering it. It's like my car dealer guy called me nine months before my lease was up nine months. And he said, I'm not trying to say anything. You know, he's a friend of mine. He's not. He's not ripping me off. He's giving me a heads up as a friend. He goes, if you want the same car, I got to order it now. And your daughter's lease is coming due in six months. So if you want her car, you got to order it now. My daughter's car ended up coming in. Uh, they stopped making the car that I have for this year model. They don't, they're not even making it. So I had to buy the car outright. I didn't have a lot. I put 16,000 miles on it. I don't drive a whole lot. And he said, I, I tried everything I could possibly do. There's no cars available. And here's an even more interesting point. What I bought it out at, I could sell it. For $50,000 more than what I just paid for it about buying out the lease. Can you believe that? Oh, yeah. I know. We waited two months for my wife's car.
2: Right,
0: it it's nuts. They said, hey, it's going to
2: be two months before you get it, you know.
0: I mean, it's and- a great idea on paper. Sell your car, make make extra money. But I'm like, what the hell am I going to walk? I r- ride my bicycle? No, thank you. Uh, anyway, Carl, hang in there, buddy. Uh, you're right. You see it. The farmers see it. The truckers see it. The hardworking people that really make the country great see it. The only people that don't say see it are these idiots that we send to Washington. Alabama, J.D., what's going on? How are you, J.D.?
2: Hey, Sean, you are a great American. I've been listening to you since the early 90s. When I used to live in Atlanta, I used to come on uh, right before Kim Peterson, the Kimmer. uh, Her poe, her poe, yeah. you, yeah. (laughs) You were so right on, but you were to the point uh, you can beat around the bush and you're still that way today. We love
0: it. Well, I do. appreciate it. You know, people We're accuse have me, to... Hannity, you've changed. I have not changed. I'm the same person I was then. I'm maybe a little more mature. Um, I've learned a lot of life's lessons. I try to incorporate them. I believe in God more than I ever have as I get older in life and realize that I need uh God in my life and appreciate God's gifts to me. But beyond that, my politics has stay, stayed the same and consistent.
2: Amen. Um, Listen, we're going to have a new Congress uh, going to be, uh, I guess, sworn in, I think, in, in, I guess they do that in January of 23. Sean, if you were going to be the Speaker of the House, what would be the first thing you would investigate?
0: You know, there's a lot. I personally would get to the bottom of Hillary Clinton's lies about the 2016 election, and I'd start right there. Because she was able to, in conjunction with her media mob outlets, drag this country through hell. And also the 33,000 emails she deleted and bleach bit and hammers and SIM cards, etc. And then I would hold accountable those people that signed uh, FISA applications, when it says on the top of an application verified, and used unverifiable information to ruin P- carter page's life and spy on a presidential candidate and a president all right that's going to wrap things up for today loaded up tonight hannity nine eastern fox news as we are joined by senator ted cruz and Conway checks in tonight leo 2.0 terrell larry elder Ryan's previs jim jordan tonight and much much more nine eastern hannity fox news see you tonight back here tomorrow thank you for making this show possible That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. where they made their memories with their hero. Now, you can join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on the mission to do good and support the families of America's greatest heroes, and that means the families of fallen first responders just like Jason Arno and Gold Star families with young children and catastrophically injured service members and also homeless vets. Please commit to $11 a month. Go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the thelettert.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T dot org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash S-E-A-N.